Welcome to the ultimate hangout spot for all sports fans. Welcome to your all-access paths to everything sports. Welcome to GNT Sports Talk. And here are your hosts, Julian Gallardi and Bobby Thompson. Well, here we go, baby. Hot stove. And it's Hot Stove Tuesday yet again. And the stove is starting to get a little bit warmer as we get through these weeks. And everyone knows what's coming up now. Winter meeting season, and we are five days away from the winter meetings, four days away from our fight to San Diego, and everything is going well right now. Just trying to get ourselves together here. Got the big news that, of course, Brian Cashman met with Garrett Cole, or will meet with him at some point today, assuming they may have met at this point. So that is that is some that's some good that's some big news and. I just hope these meetings are more serious than the ones with Machado and Corbin last offseason because those were jokes, yeah. obviously. But this one seems to be more serious from all indications that we've gotten. Also, that we will be meeting with Steven Strasburg tomorrow as well. So that is something to monitor. And when we keep looking at the starting pitching market, before we get back to the two big fish, there's some big news on Zach Wheeler, the Mets pitcher, who there's no way they're going to bring him back at this point. The price range is way too high for them. He's looking at five years and $100 million right now, which is a little bit much for me. Um, but he's going to get it from someone. It's inevitable at this point. The Reds and White Sox seem to be in a bidding war for him. That's the latest news. They also say the Jays, Twins, and Rangers are in the mix for him. For Zach Wheeler, huh? Yeah, he's going to get over $100 million. Well, he must be nice. I mean, I don't think he's worth that much. I, I, <laughs> I'm not really sold on him. I don't think he did enough on the Mets to, to really warrant $100 million over four or five years that he's about to get. But, you know, if a team wants to overpay, like the White Sox, I know who are extremely high on him. I mean, by all means, do it. I mean, if, if they feel like he's worth that much money, go out and get him. But... Uh, look, he, he's not going to be your ace, I mean, and you're going to pay this guy, if you give him four for 100, you're going to pay him 25 mil a year to be like a second or third pitcher. That's a lot of money for somebody who, in my opinion, didn't really, he showed promise, but I don't think he showed enough promise to warrant $100 million. Zach Wheeler, yeah, you you hit it on the head. I mean, his his numbers at first glance, nothing really jumps off the page of you by any means. His ERA was near four. He was 11 and eight last season with a WAR of just over four. And I think he's a good pitcher. I'm not saying he's not good, but is he worth five for more than 100 million dollars? I don't really think so. But it's what they think they can do for him. And he's also 29, so they definitely think that they can get better baseball out of him. He does have good strikeout stuff. Struck out nearly 200 batters this year in um, 195 innings pitched. So he's very good with that, and he does provide length in the games. And his FIP, which is um, fielding independent pit pitching stat, like depending like the plays that should or shouldn't be made, was like lower than his actual ERA, three, four, eight. A lot of people like those stats. They look at the spin rates, they look at the velocity, and he's one of the hardest throwers in the game. And they think they could turn him into something better. Also, a lot of people probably think once he's off the Mets, he can really blossom, which maybe, which maybe could be true. We'll see. Yeah, maybe it's a change of scenery that could maybe be good for him. But, you know, I, I'm going to believe – I need to see it before I believe it, obviously. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll, it's going to be interesting within the next couple of days to see where uh, he ends up and just how much 
he gets. If he may, hey, you never know. Maybe he'll get over a little bit over a hundred million over four years, which I think would be just completely asinine. I think he's gonna get five for one ten to one fifteen. That's. Uh, I, I think I, it's I, gonna I happen. I can't. It's crazy, but I think it's happening. And um, some people think he'd be an ace, and then they see, others see him as a two or three starter at worst. That's and a lot of money for two or three. That's a lot of money. Well, Corbin. If we compare him to Corbin, who got 140 last year over six years, so I would say that Corbin's a better pitcher than Wheeler. I'm sure uh, you agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, he obviously is. <laughs> so I mean, it's a little bit different, but I guess it's like some. It's only similar because they both have limited track records and stuff. But honestly, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Who do you think ends up getting him? I think the White Sox. I think so, too. It seems inevitable. I think, I think like, they, they said that somebody offered him that, and obviously, you know what, that's a White Sox thing to do. And I think that it, it's just inevitable that he'll go there. Maybe that's his – that's <clears> – they didn't get anybody last year in the pitching in the big uh, pitching market. They missed out on Corbin, obviously, and I think now they're going to – they obviously know they're not going to get any of the big fish, so they went out – and got the second tier in Zach Wheeler, and I, I think it's just the writing. I think the writing's already on the wall. When I saw him miss, when they said somebody offered him that much, that it was the White Sox. It I think was. That did it the was. I, I was like, all right, this is a White Sox thing to do, <laughs> and it's definitely it's it's bound to happen. If he doesn't go to the White Sox, I'll be really shocked, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I could also see the Rangers as a dark horse because they need pitching, but they did get Kyle Gibson three for thirty, which I think yeah. we didn't talk about that. That also happened in the past week. But the speaking of Reds, which I got into before, I don't really think Wheeler is as big a need for the Reds. They have some good pitchers right now. They got Luis Castillo. They got our boy Sonny Gray. They got um, who yeah. who just actually was really good for them. No, by I the know. Way. Like he works perfectly for them. Of course, his old pitching coach helped him out. They got Trevor Bauer. They got Anthony DiScalfini. Like the Reds have a good pitching staff. If they have Wheeler too, that's a dynamic five, and it's definitely one of the best in the game. Which I never thought the Reds would ever have. So that's pretty. That's saying something. Yeah. But, even without Wheeler, it's a very formidable rotation. It's it's got some power in there, and they and they added Mike Mustakis. This is the biggest move of the offseason potentially. Mustakis, after years of taking one year deals, finally wins. After, he finally he finally cashed in <laughs> after betting on himself for around two to three years. Mustakis four years, sixty four million dollars, and he and, gets that paper and rightfully. Uh, uh, oh, in my opinion, that's rightfully earned. He did a great job. He's a great player. He's very productive. He's very, very versatile. That's big in baseball. Very, he can yeah. play multiple positions. And you know what? I think the Reds understand that. I think they, you know, they had to open up the checkbook for him, and they finally they landed him. He, I think he's very happy. I think he'll make that team a lot better, in my opinion. And um, yeah, I, I'm very happy for Moose. I'm kind of disappointed because I wish the Yankees could have maybe made a push for him because I think he would be a great Yankee, especially because the short porch and right field, he would just hit him out left and right. I really wanted him to. He would have filled a nice spot for us. Yeah, it would have but it would have been nice. But, you know, going to the Reds, appreciative of what they've done for him to get him. And I, well, I think he's going to really, really blossom with them, just continue – his great play. That's a hitter's ballpark. It's a perfect fit for him. And he's going to play second base. And, you know, he actually had 359 innings this second, only committed one error. So he showed he's capable of playing the position. And 
we'll see what happens out there with Moose at second. And then the Reds have a formidable lineup here. They got Stenzel at first, the kid who showed a lot of promise. They got Joey Votto. They got Suarez, who's an absolute machine at third base. They got the rookie Aquino, who's an absolute stud. They got Van Meter, Galvis, and Banhart to round it out. And they were saying there was some interest in Didi. I don't think that's going to be a thing anymore. Moustakis in the fold now. So I think that was put to – once they got Moustakis, yeah, that, that idea was uh, resting in a grave. Yeah, but I think um, – nice reference there. Real ones know what that is. Mm. <laughs> so I think um, – and they say the Reds are still spending, and obviously they're, they're in a board for Wheeler right now. So they're obviously still willing to upgrade the team. And it's an exciting time for the Reds because – the Brewers have taken a huge step back. The Brewers have gone through the purge. You talk about a purge. The Brewers roster is completely flipped upside down. So the non-tender deadline was yesterday, and there were tons of stuff happened, and no one got rid of more people than the Brewers did. First of all, they lose Moustakis yesterday, which was a big loss. They lose, they lose Grindall the last week to the White Sox, and they let, they let Nelson go. They let Guerrero go. They were talking about possibly trading Hayter. They, now, they, which the Mets are interest, highly interested in. Yes, I also saw he may stay put. I think they'd have to be overwhelmed to trade him at this point, although the Brewers really cleaned house yesterday. I mean, look at this lineup. It's just not existing. I mean, you got Kane, Gellish, and Braun, Heredia, who's a good player. Ben Gamble's batting fifth. That's a joke. The Yankees had Ben Gamble, and they threw him away for nothing. He was like a, he's like a slap hitter. They didn't have him batting fifth. And then we have Manny Pena batting sixth, who's their catcher now because of Grindall's departure. Urias, who they just picked up from the Padres, is batting seventh. So they got Arcia batting eighth, the third baseman. And this team is a shell of itself. Their starting rotation is absolutely laughable. Brandon Woodruff is their ace right now. Adrian Hauser, I don't even know who that is, is their second starter. Freddie Peralta, who's somewhat serviceable, still has a lot of potential, hasn't really reached it yet, their third starter. Eric Lowers, their four, and their five is Corbin Burns. They let Chase Anderson go in the trade to the Brewers as well. The Bru- to the Blue Jays, the Brewers just completely cleaning house. They're just letting all the payroll go. It's basically just Yelish and Kane now, and they really just let everyone go. The Brewers are going to take a huge step back this year, so the division is up for grabs. They also let Travis Shaw go, who I tweeted this. I don't know if you caught this. Yeah, that that the Yankees should give him a look. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Travis Shaw's uh, he actually is sort of similar to Mustakis, but not as good. Obviously, yeah, he can play multiple. He can play first, third, and second base. He's a lefty power bat, which the Yankees can use. Last year was not his year by any means. He would be a nice buy low bounce back candidate. Kind of would remind me of when the Yankees took a shot at Nick Swisher. Remember, he wasn't coming off a good season. Although, Shaw was absolutely horrible last year. There's no two ways about it. He hit 150. It was a train wreck. But this guy's hit up the year before. He had 32 homers. And then 2017, he had 31 homers. Like, he couldn't have lost it that badly. He was also injured, too. He was fighting an injury, I believe. He just wasn't right. Couldn't the Yankees short porch in right field give him some new life? I would like to see it. I mean, why not take a flyer on him? I think it's it's worth the risk. If they don't want to go big game hunting for that big lefty power bat I think this is where they can get some value and you know Cashman loves to go in the bargain bin so I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if we see this happen yeah uh wouldn't be surprised either you know definitely trying to should take a flyer on him see what he's about see if maybe he can fit in find a role for him but uh yeah I agree yeah, I think that could be decent and then speaking of Yankees the Phillies just want to take everyone from us 
while Joe, while Joe Girardi, you know, he he wants to he wants to get his boys back. That's what he wants. He wants to bring his boys, take them from us, and bring them to Philly. And I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, Joe Girardi. In my opinion, listen, I'll, I'll tell you this real quick. I'm I I never was a big fan of Joe. No, Girardi. you've always told me that. I'm not. I'm. I just think he overused the bullpen. I don't like his decision making. At sometimes was just a little bit questionable. Okay. I've just never really been on his train. I mean. The Phillies see something differently. Maybe he could be a missing piece. I can't. I, I can't diss Joe Girardi that much because he did win us a title so uh, ten years ago. And it, uh, but and we haven't seen one since. However, no, we haven't. However, <laughs> I appreciate what he did. But just a lot of times, I just felt like he was too bland. I, I just like. I felt like the Yankees benefited from letting him go. In my opinion, a lot of people are indifferent, but. I'm not a big fan of Girardi, but I will tell you this. You know, he he knows the guys he likes, and he definitely wants, and I know we're going to talk about Batances. I know that. Yep, that's coming. He wants Batances, rightfully so, to mm-hmm. go in that Phillies bullpen. Which needs a lot of work, by yep, the way. Yep, and he, now with him, do you think, say, for instance, they got him, would he be their closer, in your opinion? Or would you he know be their what? setup? I wouldn't be shocked, honestly. Batances has closer stuff. I mean, for the Yankees, it was never going to happen because we had so many relievers of and course. options like Chapman and everyone. Could he close for them potentially? There's also David Robertson who was injured, but oh, uh, I keep forgetting about. We him. don't know how he's going to bounce back, but you know we're going and we're going to have to see who they ha- who what they decide to do. And but there's also some very notable news that opened the door for Didi even more. The Phillies cut two infielders now. They have holes in their infield. They cut Mikael Franco and they cut Cesar Hernandez. So they need they could put Segura at second or third and Didi to shortstop now. And they got Reese Hoskins over at first base. And now they'll and they're also interested in Josh Donaldson as well. Really? Because they have two spots to fill in the infield now. I think the writing's on the wall for Didi to definitely go yeah, there. Yeah, Didi's hundred percent. And the one thing about Girardi, he's always loved Didi. And mm. we I we always credit this uh, Brian Cashman getting that trade for DD was such a a huge success. Yeah. But you know what? It's just time to move on. DD just doesn't have what he had last year. This year he put very injury played season. He just wasn't <laughs> the average wasn't there. Bless you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Um, just wasn't there. It, it just all didn't fit in for DD. The cards weren't playing in his favor. And I think we'll all benefit from from all parting ways. And what better way to go back to a manager that you love playing for, and Joe Girardi in Philly? So, and I think he'll, I think he could really help that team win. Definitely, I could see him doing well there. Another hitter's ballpark. I think he has a lot more baseball left in him. I just don't think the fit is there for the Yankees anymore. Yeah. I also think he'll rebound after the injury. He'll be fully healthy this season, and I think he'll have a lot of protection in that lineup. Not to say he didn't have it with us, obviously, but it's going to be a nice mix for the Phillies. We're going to have to see. If they add anyone else, it's gonna. They need more pitching help, in my opinion. They need help in that starting rotation. I actually think they're a dark horse for Garrett Cole, believe it or not. I think I think really? I told you that before. But the Phillies are willing to spend money. They their payroll was only 155 million, so they still have some room to work with, despite the Harper move. So. The Phillies, I think, will be big game hunting. I don't think they'll actually get him, but I think it's like a – you know how they'll, there's always a mystery team? Like, they'll, yeah, <laughs> they'll be a mystery team, and they'll try to make an attempt to bring him to uh, Philly. Yeah, I wouldn't, I'm surprised they're not more interested in Strasburg, honestly, to take him away from a division rival. Yeah, that's – you we'll never see. know. Hey, maybe maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe they could be a mystery team for both. Uh, maybe maybe they are plotting to try to get Strasburg because, you know, Girardi does love his – does like his pitchers, so mm-hmm. – 
and Romine they're also talking about as well. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Romine's not coming back with the club. The Yankees, I also think it's very good that they haven't brought anyone back yet. It tells me that they're trying to set the chips and they're waiting for that big fish, Garrett Cole, please. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Brian, Ka- this is a lot different. What I'm starting to notice this year. It's not like year, last offseason. It's, it's not like last year. To re-sign Gardner and uh, CC. Uh-huh. He, he's now see what he's doing. He's playing. He's he's waiting to he's see how it goes. The table. Yep. It's now you know what you won't get any rants from Julian and I about Brian Cashman. It's a new year, so I'm going to keep quiet. <laughs> we got to see what's up. <laughs> we got to see if he gets Garrett Cole. I'll tell you what. I'll praise. I'll praise the guy all, all next time we're on here, and hopefully when we're out in San Diego, hopefully we're going to try. Because in my opinion, I'm feeling a lot of things coming. Yeah, I feel some stuff when brewing we, when we are out there, and I'll tell you what. I cannot wait to be. I'll be on this phone all day. Yeah, all you're week, be, and I'm going to be working the phones. I'll be working G&T's Twitter, my Twitter. I usually yeah. tweet about uh, football. This time I'll do I'll do baseball, too. I haven't really done this in a while, but I'll do – you know what? i got to branch out more. I'm excited for it. Yeah, but now's your time. I, I, will, I will tell you this. Uh, you want to know what I feel is going to You're going to ha- be on the phones more than me, honestly. Oh, absolutely. I'm a little tied up, but uh, – I will tell you. I will tell you uh, this, in my opinion, I think the first move that we're going to hear about Let's hear it. is, um, and I know we're going to talk about this, I'll break into it a little bit, is it just broke tonight that the Cubs are willing to trade a lot of players to oh, cut okay. money. Don't be surprised, in my opinion, Jules, call me crazy, I could see them trading uh, uh, Anthony Rizzo. I've, I've heard that. I've, I've seen heard, that too. I think you know? I think he, you're going to see him. I, I could see it just happening when we're there, Sunday morning. Wow. I could see breaking news, Anthony Rizzo. And you know where I think – you know where? Uh, hear me out. You know where I could see him coming? Where? Us. Wow, that would be incredible stuff. I think you may. <laughs> I, I know it's. I know it's a pipe dream and that all that, but wow. I just think you know what? In our ballpark, we need a first baseman. Bro, I'm let a, me just tell you something. That would be amazing. Would you? Uh, would you welcome <laughs> it? Yeah, I mean, bye, Voight, bye, Ford. What, <laughs> as much as I like Luke Voight, see you, What about, uh, I know his contract is a bit up there, but I'm sure the Yankees could compensate. Let me see his contract. But, I th- but I'm just going to say, I feel like the new look Cubs are going to, now they're willing to trade players uh, to try to cut money uh, to get rid of their stars. I think Chris Bryant's going to be tough to lure away from um, the Cubs, but I don't. I, it wouldn't surprise me. I think one of them goes, not both. I, th- you think what? Yeah, I think one of them. Uh, one of them could very or, well go. Or would they maybe let go of Addison Russell or something? I know Russell's gone. I, oh, I'm he sorry. He got non-tendered. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. There you go. <laughs> it's okay. So they did. They didn't keep him. What about uh? In your opinion, they wouldn't. If they get rid of Javier Baez, I think they're asking. No, no, that's no, no, crazy. No, no, that's not Never. Ha- no, that's not gonna happen, brother. What about Wilson Contreras? I think that's- they've been floating that one too. I've also heard that one, which I think makes no sense, especially because catching's so hard to come by. There's so many. There's not many good catchers in the game right now, and Rizzo's contract's actually very affordable. Believe it or not, he's really not making much of anything at this if, point. If this somehow happens. I, I want a huge to me. I just want to be like I I, I call it the future. Well, sixteen point five. It's not it's not that affordable, I guess. But it's not like it's, it's not like too bad. It's it's doable for the Yankees. And I mean anything's doable for well, the Yankees. It just let's, like, oh, let's be honest. Okay, here. speaking of that, I held, I watched the hot stove yesterday. Did you now? Yes, and we're about to cut to a commercial break though. So I gotta let everyone know what I took away from the Yankees hot stove last night. We'll be right back. What's up, GT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all access pass to everything sports. 
Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. So for the hot stove, I was watching. Meredith Morakovic asked the excellent question, and this is the question that I've been asking myself the whole offseason, and I think most Yankee fans are also. Will the Yankees go over the third tax bracket to get Garrett Cole? Would they be willing to do this? And I thought this was outstanding. And Hal's answer gave me a little bit of uh, concern, if I'm going to be honest about it. What did he say? He said he was like that. He, he said he has concerns about doing it because of draft picks and paying and basically the ramifications, you know, that go with the tax right, and paying right. all the other teams and everything. But he said it's not complete. He said it's not off the table. He said he would consider doing it, but he wasn't like, yeah, I'll definitely do it. It was like a half-assed answer to me. I think like, you know what, in a way, I feel like he's, he he's has showing, to do that he's showing his poker face. He's not going to give up his hand. In a way, yeah, so I like how he's ends. he's kind of, in a way. You know what this is sort of like. I think he's Belichicking everybody right now. <laughs> I think he's not giving anything away. I think in his head when he said that, I think in his head he's like, "You're damn right." After what? After this year when we didn't go and get um, Corbin and we lost out on all those free agents, I think he really. I think he understands that we need we need pitching. Yeah, I, and we I have to spend so. the money. I and I so. think you know what? Listen. If this if his father was still alive, that wouldn't he would have said it up front and said, "Oh, I'm oh, it's happening." Okay, so here's a realistic question for you: um, Do you think the Yankees would give him three hundred million for eight years if that's what it took to get him? Do you think the Yankees are really all in? For a twenty nine year old pitcher, that's a lot of money. But listen, <laughs> I think Garrett Cole is a once in a lifetime talent. I okay. think that he's been the grass. He's been in the grasp of our hands this, two we, times. They, you can't. We cannot. Oh, this, Garrett Cole. This, this the third time. If we you, can't strike no. out. Uh, <laughs> and it would be looking, not swinging. Yeah. Uh, if that's what it took, I mean, that's a lot of money Whatever to it eat. Takes. But yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're throwing out them <laughs> Avengers Endgame references. I like that. I see it. <laughs> you all saw that tweet before. Yes, I did. That's why I said it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like eight years for three hundred million. I mean, that's a lot of money. But for somebody <laughs> like Gar- but somebody like Garrett Cole, he'll be thirty-seven after that contract is up. I mean, I, you know what? Yeah, I'll do. It. Let me ask you: Would you do it? Yeah, I would. You would. I would absolutely do it. Yeah. So you, so you definitely. So let me ask you this. Let's hear it. Say, for instance, the Yankees. This is never gonna happen. Okay. Never gonna happen. It's, all right, I want to hear. Say, this for one. instance. Say, for instance. We had a chance to get not only Cole but Strasburg, but some uh, Garrett Cole said he'll. Um, what was it? They both want three hundred million. This is really asinine question, <laughs> but uh, and I know it's not going to happen. Say for instance, Wait, where there, there's this? a change. Just l- listen, okay, listen go, to me. Listen to me. Say for instance, we had a chance to get both. Okay. But one of them said that they will not take less for the other one to come. Who would you rather – well, in your opinion, would you make it work to try to keep both of them or would you just stay with Cole? I would um, – I'd have to stay with Cole because Strasburg can't get that much money. It just can't happen. And he's also – he's going to break down by the end of that contract. That's an accident waiting to happen. Okay. I think the most Strasburg should get is 6 to 180. I think if anyone gives them more than that, they're insane. And definitely, you don't think the Yankees are even going to attempt, will they? No, I don't think so. I think Strasburg, here's the pecking order of the winter meetings, I think, from what I've been looking at and reading 
and I guess I'm listening to also. First thing that's going to happen is that Zach Wheeler is going to sign before the winter meetings. That's what everyone seems to think. And they want it done around that time, and it seems his market's moving very quickly. So once the Yankees don't sign Zach Wheeler, which I'm waiting for them not to do because that would be a big mistake for that much money, in my opinion. That really puts that shifts the focus more towards Cole and Strasburg and Madison Bumgarner. It's also still in play, believe it or not. We've been talking about this for a while. Andy Martinez reported that the Yankees are still looking at him as a fallback option if Garrett Cole does not work out. Hmm. So they're monitoring the Bumgarner market. It doesn't seem that he also said Wheeler, but it doesn't. See, I don't see that happening. The Yankees aren't going to pay that for Wheeler. I don't no. think. And no, then, nor should they. So no, I mean, like, I think they, I think they, they were interested, but at the price. I, th- I think, yeah, I think they're just kicking the tires, in my opinion. Yeah, Bumgarner, I don't really believe is going to happen. I guess, like, if they whiff on Cole and Strasburg, that's what I would want to happen. I don't know if it actually would. So we're going to have to see. So with Strasburg, the Dodgers have met with him. I think the Padres will get a meeting. I'm pretty sure he's from there. I haven't seen they've met yet, but I know there's definitely some mutual interest in that category. But everyone seems to think Nationals are inevitable he's going back. I mean, yeah, after winning a championship, I think they're going to definitely want to bring him back. He had a great year. High on him when they drafted him. He was lights out. He had that injury. And, you know, the way that he's bounced back, he wasn't the same player, but he's bounced back. He's all the way back now. He's really transformed himself (laughs) back. So it's going to be an interesting market to watch out for him. I'm, it, that's definitely a spot to look after. Yeah, for sure. And Randone is actually – Dodgers. Dodgers and Rangers. Rangers have met you, with him. You've said that. I know. I, I did see that. I, I still think the Dodgers actually – I've heard some interest. I've heard three things about Randon, actually four. So I have a lot of information on Randon here. So the Nationals want a decision from him soon. That's been put out there. And apparently they've offered him seven years around 210 to 215, but he doesn't like the contract because it has deferrals in it. Like they want to do like a Bobby Bonilla type thing, kind of. Not as extreme oh, or drastic okay. or like how the Orioles did with Chris Davis. Like they don't want to fully pay that right now. Like they want to pay some of it later, and he's not about that. Uh, he, 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 wants his, he wants his money up front. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, yeah he, he wants to secure the bag right away, and obviously, rightfully so. The guy's a very really good player. Great player. But in my opinion, you know what? The Rangers makes a lot of sense. But you know what? When the Dodgers are in it, you know, that's a big market. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, uh, the history of the Dodgers. Maybe he could be that guy to help them get them over the hump, in my opinion, because so they could try to win a championship. They've always been close, but no cigar. Uh, yeah, and I, when I saw today that the Dodgers were interested, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, wow, that would be that something. would be something for that lineup. Wow, mm-hmm, it really would be. I wonder what Justin Turner, I guess, would have to get traded, or maybe they'd have to ship them the first base. I don't even know what they, they would do. They but. would have to really figure out a way because they're definitely, you know, what getting well, rid of somebody like Turner to get some to getting rid of Turner to get somebody like Rendon, I think is. I mean, it's possible, a big gamble, yeah. but I think it's it's a risk worth taking. I also saw this that Rendon may actually be interested in a shorter term deal with higher AAV so the Dodgers this is why the Dodgers could be in play there's potential for a five-year deal with the Dodgers I've seen really so wow. we'll have to see what ends up happening with that could they do could the Dodgers do something crazy like five for 200 I, I mean <laughs> you, you never know with the Dodgers and it wouldn't it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them definitely yeah so I think Rangers and Dodgers I think are the real 
contenders to Rendon, especially if Strasburg goes back. I can't see them bringing both of them back. We've said that from the jump, but I don't yeah. think we're changing our opinion on that really. No. But I think Rendon is going to sign before both of the big pitchers. That was the other piece of information I wanted to share. Okay. I, 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 it, would, it wouldn't surprise me either. I think that uh, – I think, you know what, I don't think he wants to wait. I think he wants to get this done quickly. And, you know, rightfully so. We'll see what goes on. But I think the Rangers and Dodgers definitely th- – but when, in my opinion, I think he should go to the Rangers. He fits in well there. Goes to the Dodgers, it just makes that team more and more lethal. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what he wants. If he wants to win it all, he's, he goes to the Dodgers. Of course. If he wants to, to get paid. If he wants the paper in the longest going term to deal, the he's going to go to the Rangers probably. Got way the, pros Rangers, and cons. the Rangers are desperate right now. They'll give him anything, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll give probably him a blank, give him a blank check. check. I mean, they're having a new ballpark. They haven't contended in a long time, and they're ready to win now. So, yes, and they, they need are. To, so, that's how the big three is shaping up. And – the Yankees in Strasburg, I just we've talked about this. I, I don't really think it's possible they'll meet with him, but I don't really think it's logical. I mean, it is. I would love uh, to have so him. So they're just doing due diligence in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't get Cole, I would love to get Strasburg, but I don't see the Yankees giving that much money for which it's injury injury history. I don't think they'll do two to six for 180 for him. I would be nah, shocked. That's a, nah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for somebody who gets really injured. And he's old, and he's, what, 20? He's 32 30. right now. Well, see, there you go. That's, 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 uh, and he would be 30, 30, yeah. Actually, that's 31, that's a, 32. It's a big but, contract. Yeah. But you know what, that question before I asked you that, that was a little out of left field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my, I, what I meant to ask, and I worded it wrong, if you had a chance to get two pitchers, Cole and Strasburg, or Cole and Bumgarner, which one would you do? Oh, I would do. I would still do Cole and Strasburg. Okay. I still want. I think I'm, I'm I, actually kind of. I'm kind of shocked at that actually because no, I know Strauss you love Bumgarner. No, Strauss is too good. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll take, that's, I'll that's take more, the injury. That's risk. more like what I meant. I meant like oh, that. Okay, I just didn't okay. really. Like, well. <laughs> I was wondering what you were coming at with that. Now, now I understand it a little bit. So, so yeah. So speaking of Padres, they made a trade for Profar. Over at Jerkison. Yep. So the infield's now Tatis, Machado, and Hobsner, which is pretty formidable. I'm gonna we're gonna go through some stuff on the rest of the market that won't be on our way. So Ryu and Keiko have drawn interest from the Blue Jays. I was surprised to see the Blue Jays maybe in on Zach Wheeler, because I don't really think they have the funds to get Wheeler, but maybe they're gonna try to increase that payroll. I mean, they need starting pitching the Blue Jays. Their offense is there. They have a good young core, but they really need starting pitching. The Blue Jays rotation is really laughable. It's, there's really no one that moves a needle, especially since they got rid of Stroman. There's yep. really not much there. They trade for Chase Anderson, but he's a back end of the rotation guy that's not really going to move the needle. Speaking of Blue Jays, Aaron Sanchez got non-tendered as well. Mm-hmm. He used to be a Blue Jay. Tim Beckham got non-tender. Domingo Santana surprised me. I thought the Mariners could have traded him. He wasn't that bad. He, his defense is problematic, though. Kevin Pillar was a surprising one, actually. He did very well for the Giants, but I, I guess they just didn't want to pay him. They're probably trying to cut payroll as well. Probably. Bumgarner won't be back there. I saw someone predict that. I was like, no way. I can't see that happening. Go to uh... Giant going back to the Giants, Bumgarner. No. That's not going to happen, I don't think. I still think Braves for Bumgarner or Phillies. Those are my leading two for Bumgarner right now. I, yeah, I, I um, I think that yeah, I think he wants to benefit from leaving. Uh, he's done a lot for them. He's a uh, World Series three-time World Series champion. Mm-hmm. He he just wants to change the scenery. I'm I'm really interested to see where he's gonna end up. Yeah, I want to see how what he mu- has. Lay-lifts. And how much he's going to get. 
Yeah, I think he's got to get more than Wheeler, though. If Wheeler's getting five for 100 million, Bumgarner's got to get at least five for 125, I would think. Yeah, I agree. Easily. I mean, he's the be- the track record's there. I don't care about the analytics and the spin rates or all the other n- nonsense people are going to spew once I spit this take because people actually think that Wheeler is better than Bumgarner. You know, those people exist, right? Uh, those people must be. <laughs> must be. Um, uh, I. I I don't even know what to think of that. I think that's extremely idiotic and asinine. But, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but that opinion is just stupid. It's all analytics. That's what it is. But I guess in the future going forward, he could be maybe. But the track record of, like, what they've done is not even quotes. It's not comparable at all. No, so absolutely. It just, it's, it's, it's funny. CJ Crone also got non-tendered. Addison Russell, as we said before, was a big one. And the White Sox still want Jock Peterson. I remember, I feel like we talked about this last year too, and they're still interested in him. The White Sox need some outfield help, so I guess it makes sense. They they still want another power outfielder to help that lineup a little bit. So we'll see if they could actually get it done this time with the White Sox moving. I, I mean, with the Dodgers move Peterson, maybe they have a bunch of talent. Who knows what they're gonna do? They, like I mean, anything's on the table for the Dodgers. They really have the funds to do anything. So it really just depends how much they're willing to go the extra mile and then for the speaking of White Sox they look Cole Hamels as a fallback for the White Sox if they don't get if they don't end up getting Wheeler which I think we both think looks like it's going to happen for the White Sox but I guess Hamels I also wouldn't be surprised if Hamels reunites with the Phillies I think we've talked about this one before as well yeah you know go back to where it all started for him and Joe like we said Joe Girardi you know I think would welcome that with open arms and I think the Fan base would definitely welcome that with open arms. Yeah, he still I, he still has stuff left in the tank. He definitely does. Yeah, I I picked him up from you, so I really hope he contributes something. I really want a good I want a good situation for him, so I'm hoping for that. And then the Marlins made some moves. They pick up Jonathan VR and Jesus Aguilar. So the Marlins trying to get themselves a little bit better. I mean, after mo- giving up their whole team a few years I ago. I mean, it's good to see they're trying to be competent again. It's going to take a long time, but. It's baby steps, and you got to fill all the holes. So yeah. that at least they have some infield help now. Although they say VR is going to play the outfield and third base, so that'll be interesting. Hmm. I guess we'll see what I mean, he Derek can do Jeter out there. Derek Jeter maybe has a plan now. Well, yeah, I mean, it's this is what, year three or year two with a five-year plan? I think I it might think be year is, three, actually. I think it's year three, yeah. can't believe it. Wow. It is year three because Stan got traded two years ago. So yeah. this will be year three. So he has three more years to see if he can turn it around, in my opinion. Let's see. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a long way to go. And then the A's non-tender Blake Trinian. Remember, we talked about possibly yes, trading for him. So yes, now the Yankees did. can just sign him for nothing, just money. They can, I think the writing's on the wall. I think we should definitely take a look and definitely sign him and bring him into the bullpen. Definitely. If we don't get him back Batances, I want the Yankees to get Trinian because I think and they you can, think he could help out a lot. I still think he has a lot of good ball left in him. He had a bad year last year. It happens. And staying in New York, the Mets are still looking to trade Dom Smith potentially. He doesn't really fit their roster. He's a good bat, but he doesn't have a position on the Mets. He's a first baseman right. or DH, I guess, if you go to the American League maybe. But with PD Lonzo at first base, Dom Smith's playing time isn't there unless they want him butchering balls in the outfield, which yeah. I think they've seen enough of. But, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's just something. And then Castellanos, Mark is starting to heat up. They say the Cubs and Giants are in Nicholas on Castellanos. I love so. Castellanos. He's a great player, man. He's just doesn't really play defense that well. Although he, he improved last year, all kidding aside. But I really hope he goes back to the Cubs because that's a better situation for him. The ballpark's way better. Giants, ballpark, Oracle, 
Park or whatever it's called now. They changed the name a million times. It's not AT&T Park anymore? No, Jesus. I know. AT&T was awesome, but now it's Oracle. Ugh, whatever. But that's where hitters go to die, except Barry Bonds. <laughs> Barry Bonds. I'm serious. That outfield's so deep, man. You just, it takes you, away everything. you got to hit a shot, especially to get into McCovey Cove. Yeah, really, seriously, all kidding aside. And then there's two players in Japan that have been posted. Yeah. Ryosu Kikuchi is a second baseman. He's hitting 271 his career. He's 30 years old. And then we got Shane Yes, Samani. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Sorry. I just don't bear with me, everyone. 291 ERA in 188 Ks last season. He's a relief pitcher, so he must have been pitching for a while, I guess. So, or, uh, so yeah. Is there – okay, Yankees talk. So, let's see. What do you think is an under-the-radar move that – that could happen that no one sees coming besides Cole or Strasburg. Like something just not like maybe something like you said with Rizzo before. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something out of left field that like could really blindside everyone just for fun. Uh, you know what? I could see the Yankees. Um, you know what? Let's see. It. I think if everything falls apart with the pitching situation with Cole, unfortunately, I hope it doesn't happen. We don't get Bumgarner. I could see Jin Ryu maybe getting a. Uh, Getting a call from us, maybe you know, just for maybe a uh, like a two, uh, two three year deal, maybe. Okay. I, I, you know, he's for, a decent fallback. I wouldn't hate Ryu in the Yankees. No, that's a lot why people I'm were talking it, shit yeah. about that move, but I wouldn't mind it at all, honestly. The other thing, the only problem is he never makes a full season with starts. He's like Paxton, kinds of like he'll never start thirty five games. That's but Ryu's real good when he pitches, though, like real good. Yeah, no, he and his <laughs> ERA big, last year was extremely low, too. I'm a big fan. The only problem is he doesn't have velocity, so that's the only thing that worries me a little bit. He's a oh, jump and at, Yanke- of, and at Yankee yeah, Stadium, that could be a yeah. big problem. That's the only th- drawback I have with Ryu, but I would take Ryu over Keiko, I'll tell you that much. Absolutely, yeah. And I don't really want Cole Hamels on the Yankees either. I don't really think that would move the no. needle. I really think it has to be the three we're talking about if you're looking at free agents. I re- Ryu is the fourth option for me. I'll put him as the fourth option. Okay. I think that's fair. I, I respect that move. Mm. I'll have one that will knock your socks off, but it's been talked about. How about this? Blockbuster trade for Kluber and Lindor. Yankees empty out the farm for both of them. I, hey, I would <laughs> love it. And I, you know what? We've talked about Corey Kluber with the Yankees. I think it's inevitable. I really do. I think that the Yankees are key. I think if everything falls short, that we don't get Cole. They need to get they, Kluber. Kluber and don't. Lindor. I think when, and also another thing is with Lindor, I saw something earlier is Lindor is going to get traded. That's what they said. Oh, where did you see this? I one? got this from uh, Bleacher Report a couple hours ago. I just remembered oh, so that's this now. Back on again. Yep. They, that that kind of cooled down. They said, that, that was odd, and now it's like they said. And multiple executives think Indian star is getting traded this winter, maybe in a couple of days, or this summer. Wow. Well, that's something. I'm all right. If the Yankees wanted to do this, I'm going to try to make it crazy ridiculous trade right now just for fun i'm gonna empty out the yankees farm right now delby garcia jason dominguez the two best prospects we have bye bye esteban florio gotta go also okay michael king get going i'm talking and duhar get going quinn frazier get going I'm talking about six to eight players to get both these guys if i'm trying i probably need more i feel like i'm short honestly 
uh, it's going to take quite a bit to lure those two away, but those two players could literally be the difference maker for us winning a championship. They could be a core, help us win multiple championships, I think. I think Lindor could really help us, and Corey Kluber still got a lot left in the tank. Obviously, last year, his injuries were a big was a big problem, but I think, you know what, I think everybody would benefit. I think that it would, he, he will welcome a uh, him leaving the Indians and going to the Yankees, and I see, and he he could be our guy. He could be the guy we l- rely on in Game Seven when we really need a win. I I really do. I yeah, think that I mean, Corey Kluber's been one of the best pitchers in baseball for years now. You know it better than anybody. Mm-hmm. So he's in there. Yeah. I think that it makes a lot of sense that for Lindor and Kluber. I know that that's a pipe dream, but you know, (laughs) you never know. I think I sold myself short on that one. I'm going to try to mess around on the trade machine later to see how close that would get us. Where do you find this trade machine? Maybe I'll fuck around with this too. I got to show it to you after we end the show. I'll I'll show it to you. Yeah, you got to show me, man. You got to show me. I think I I sold it short, honestly. I think I got to empty out like the whole farm system and then some to get those two probably. But I did offer like our best prospects and Duhar Frazier I did give up some really good pitchers, so we'll have to see. I don't think that would ever happen, honestly. I'm just talking nonsense right now, but I think Kluber is realistic somewhat. It's extremely realistic. Lindor is a pipe dream, in my opinion. I can't see that actually happening. I don't think the Yankees would do it, especially because they're really missing pitching. I don't think – not that it wouldn't make sense. I mean, yeah, I would love to have Lindor in the Yankees, obviously. Anyone would. But if you just get him and then, like, no pitching still, like, isn't enough, maybe. I mean, it would help the offense a lot. I'm not sure. But you'd have to give up a ton to get him, obviously. So it's very tricky stuff. But there's one thing we didn't talk about that needs to be talked about, and then we're going to get it going. Can, do you think the Yankees can unload Jay Happ at the winter meetings? Uh, it's going to be tough. You know, uh, the year at, the year he had last year, abysmal, and the contract that he has now, it's going to be tough. But <clears throat> if there's anybody who could – get it done. I think it's Brian Cashman who could really sell him to a team. And you know what? A lot of teams need starting pitching. You know what? Why not? Like, I'll give you an example. Jules, give me, in your opinion, give me a team who you think would be interested, who could maybe take him. In your, I, I can see a few, actually. Give me give me the few. We'd have to attach some prospects to him, but Mariners, I think, can make some sense okay. in starting pitching, and they definitely would like prospects. And the one thing about Hap is that his contract's really only one more year, so it's not terrible. He has a vesting option that has to be a certain amount of innings pitch, like 165 or something, to kick in for the third year. So the team could just, like, not pitch him for, like, he doesn't get those innings or something, like – it's really just a one-year deal, honestly. But it is $17 million. It's a lot of money for a guy that's really yep. mediocre. That's it's, the problem with it. It's a lot of money. He's a third eat. starter at best, and that's probably being kind after the season we saw last year. So Phillies, potentially, because they need starting pitching. White Sox, potentially. Unless if they get Wheeler, I don't know if that might be asking a lot out of them to yeah. spend all that money. So I don't know about that, actually. But we'll have to see. Padres, did I say yet? No, you didn't. I think they make sense because they're still looking for starting pitching. You know, they love their prospects as well. Absolutely. I could see a trade, Clint Frazier, Chance Adams, and Shea Happ. That would be a perfect trade, in my opinion. You clear three spots on the 40, man. You get rid of people you don't really need. Mm-hmm. You clear a bunch of cap space. Well, well, salary cap or whatever. I mean, okay. So, and, and this big thing, if you dump Happ, you can get Cole without going over the third tier. There you go. And so it makes a lot, what, a lot of that sense. That is why I want Jay Happ off the Yankees yesterday. Okay. 
makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know what, I think that's something the Yankees are going to be aggressively doing to try to get Garrett Cole so they basically don't go over that third. If they get rid of uh, Pap, I'm t- I, would, I would start buying my Cole jerseys, honestly. I would start getting the Cole jersey if they get rid of Hap. One. That would set go. the table for it, especially if they get rid of Hap and they don't re-sign anyone else. I mean, what else is there to do That's at true. that point? If they don't get him at that point, I'll just be like, what are we, what are we doing, boys? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, huh. what would you even – like, I wouldn't even know what to think at that point. But here's the thing. It's going to be fun to see what happens. If they can unload Hap in the winter meetings, I will be ecstatic. Yeah, it will be something to definitely <laughs> see, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I would be ecstatic. So, huh. <laughs> so look at this. Imagine this starting rotation. So we get Garrett Cole. He's our ace. In the two spot, you put Tanaka, Paxson, Sevy, however you want to do it. I would put mm-hmm. Paxson for fun. Why not? Then you put Sevy three, Tanaka four, however you want to do it. Actually, Tanaka's not four. Put Tanaka three, Sevy four, I guess, for mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, and then the fifth starter, Monty. Okay. Did you sign up for that 2020 opening day? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. I want to see what Montgomery has coming off that Tommy John surgery. I think he'll be our fifth starter opening day. I'm almost positive. We'll definitely see how uh, that lines up. But that pitching rotation there, that, that, that could be the difference maker to us winning a championship. And you would still have Delby Garcia, Michael King waiting in the wings to take Monty's spot if he can't do it. See, it's it's just – it's uh, it's – the rich getting richer if we could make that happen. So let's definitely hope that they do. Yeah, it just it's time, boys. We haven't won in 10 years. We're getting excited for this trip. So we're about to cut it, but I want everyone to know what's going to happen at the winter meetings. Bobby will be working the phones. I'll be working the phones. We're going to try to have daily shows if stuff breaks and from the hotel room, maybe even like in the, in the air. In the, maybe we'll even try to set up shop in the big hotel if we can somehow get in there. We're, we're going to try to work our way in there where everyone is. So if there's stuff to break, we'll have a couple shows. We're going to go live on Facebook, YouTube, or something, maybe Twitter and Instagram also. We're going to try to get this out there so people can see it. Yeah, absolutely. We, we just really want to get everyone informed on what's going on. We're serious about going here. We're going out here to cover this. This is a big time in baseball. I wanted to do this last year, but I was injured. It was in Vegas, and, like, it didn't, we didn't really plan it well. This we've been thinking about for a while. I looked this up. I was like, yes, let's go. And Bobby's like, yes, let's do it. And then it just happened. Yeah, just fell, <laughs> fell like that. Yeah. So, all right, everyone. Follow, like, subscribe, sponsor. Twitter and Instagram, GT Sports Talk 2. Apple Podcast, GT Sports Talk. Thanks, everyone. And catch us at the winter meetings. Let's go, Yankees, baby. Bobby T and Julio G. He likes the Pats, I like the Jets. Hoping we can win some bets. Debating sports, we have a blast. Running fast like we in the flats. Yankees talk, we do it all. Don't forget about basketball Hockey to begin the brawl